0: Before we jump in, I have a confession. I recorded this first iteration of the Faith Over Facts Career Spotlight Series without even really knowing that this was the first iteration of this series. God didn't reveal that this interview that you're about to hear was the start of the series until later, but that's what happens when you allow God to have his way in your business, your life, or career in general. So, here we are, and I just know you're going to enjoy and be blessed by the first, or let me say, all the iterations of the Faith Over Facts Career Spotlight Series.
1: Enjoy. Oh, hey, you guys. Welcome back to another episode of the Peculiar Career Chit Chat Podcast. I am your host, Crystal Williams. And today I have a very special guest joining me in the Peculiar Palace. Her name is Shamir. Say hello to everyone, Shamir. Hey, hey.
0: <laughs> Shamir and
1: I go back to our college days at the illustrious North Carolina A. S. P. State hey. University. So, Aggie <laughs> Pride. Pot- Aggie (laughs) Pride. Yes. So I'm excited to have her on as a guest here at the Peculiar Palace. And just a real quick career tip, stay connected, y'all, with people you met in college. If you lose connection with them, you know what, it's okay. Just simply reconnect to discover similar interests you may have or, you know, and then just see how you guys can combine forces to thrive. You know, collaboration is super key and that's exactly how Shamir and I reconnected over the past years because, I mean, I'm not going to tell you guys when we graduated because that's um, (laughs) for our our information only. But you know what, I'm just glad at the end of the day that we reconnected because now we're thriving together and we're helping each other, um, just elevating each other in today's society. So first before we get started into the conversation, let me tell you a little bit about Shamir. She's very passionate. She's community-driven. She's a nice entrepreneur, and she's so committed to the advancement of not only herself, but she's also committed to advancing those surrounding her. Shamir was born and raised in PG County, Maryland. With hey. <laughs> is one of the most affluent black counties in America, you all. And actually we currently live there now. Her and I mm-hmm. stay in PG County. So we're literally <laughs> like neighbors up on 495 for all my D M V people yeah. out there. <laughs> so you guys back to to, to information about Miss Shamir. So in twenty eighteen she founded Great Black Zoller and you can follow her on that platform at Great Black Dollar on Instagram. Also, she did this to help bridge the gap. Her goal is to teach those around her how to build and maintain a strong foundation, financial foundation while on your journey to success. And recently, alongside several other Aggies, she founded Aggie what cried. they call the Posse. <laughs> The Posse, and their mission <laughs> is community advocacy, wealth building, and healthy living. And also, Shamir is a two-time graduate from A T and and she has her BS and MS in computer science. So again, welcome, Shamir, to the Peculiar Palace. So happy to have you on board. And we're just going to just be talking to you. She is here with us to discuss life as a 9 to and how she activates her faith throughout her career journey. And you all, y'all already know that I absolutely love the term nine-to-fivepreneur because <laughs> as a career coach, I am a huge advocate of multiple streams of income, so as individuals well, so individuals won't rely solely on their non five for income. Mm-hmm. So important to have multiple strings, you guys. If you need help with that, definitely reach out to me via email, which will be in the show notes, okay? So, Shamir, I'm just going to let you introduce yourself since I gave you that wonderful grand introduction. So just take <laughs> it away. <laughs> well, um, I mean, you basically hit the nail on the head, so you know, nine to what, what was it, nine to five preneur. you know, um CEO of both companies, Great Black Dollar and the posse. So shout out to the girl CEO sorry, the women CEOs out there holding it down. Um, like you say, doing this nine to five life while also, you know, having these, you know, careers on the side because I know I feel we feel like if we don't quit our job while we have this other career, you know, aspiration, you know, we're not either working hard enough, but it's like once you quit that nine to five, you lost a source of income. So it's like make your mm-hmm. nine to five work for your other jobs until, you know, you feel comfortable enough where you have, where you're making that money plus more back and you can leave. So it's like, you know, don't feel like, you, you know, you're failing at your entrepreneurial life because you're still working your 9-to-5. Like me, I love my 9-to-5. So I feel like you See? need to get to that point where you love your 9-to-5 and you can also have other, you know, careers on the side. But, yeah, you know, Great Black dollar started back you know, earlier this year. Well, last year, but got, you know, super focused on it earlier this year, like before pre-COVID. And COVID has definitely been a blessing to myself and my clients. But, you know, being from... <laughs> you know, Prince George's County, and, you know, being from the most affluent black county in America, um, you see the, you know, the big million-dollar homes, you see the nice cars, but then, you know, you can drive five minutes down the street and you see the hood. So it's like, I'm mm-hmm. right. Like, you know, where is the disconnect? <laughs> where is the money? So um, that's kind of my biggest thing, just kind of resetting people's, you know, money mindset and, you know, kind of helping you get to, your journey of what success looks like for you, because it looks different for everybody. With just don't get so caught up trying to keep up with everybody else that you're really missing what makes you happy, and um, and where you want to go in life, and where you see yourself in you know ten, twenty, thirty years, and you know what you want to leave to your family or with money, you know goals or tips or tricks or how you want your family to handle your money when you're gone. So started that and then also earlier this year um, with fellow Aggies because, you know, the one saying that they have, so, you know, grape a dollar, that is my baby, but I also have the saying or the follow the saying where if you want to go fast, go alone, but if you want to go far, you got to go with other people. So, like exactly. you said about you know, making sure you stay connected with your alumni network. I mean, you and the person y'all ain't had to be BFFs when y'all were in school. But if you see somebody that's doing what you're trying to do, or you like what they're doing, don't be listen. Put your pride to the side and say, Hey, I like mm-hmm. what you're doing. I would love to connect with you and you know work together any way that we possibly can. So. In my group, the posse, so it's five of us, and all five of us we I chose five people who were um i don't wanna necessarily say experts, but they're passionate in five different areas, so I like the fact that I brought together people who were passionate in five different areas, so like you say, we're all about community, healthy living, and wealth building within the community so you know, I'm excited about that. So we definitely definitely have some projects that we're working on. So, you know, follow us, you know, at the posse underscore the underscore posse. So, and for those out there, the posse does stand for something, but we're in the process of getting that trademark because we ain't got time. We don't have time. Oh, for that to get the yes, I love it. I love it. I love it. Absolutely love it. Yes. <laughs> That is so good. So, okay, Shamir, I know you talked about, you know, the importance of having, you know, multiple streams of income and how you're currently a 9 to 5 for newer. But, I mean, let's share with the audience, what exactly do you do at your 9 to 5 now? Because one thing you said that I really love is that you love what you do within your 9 to 5, and it's not – (laughs) <laughs> it's, it's not worth despising your nine to five. Like I talk about that all the time. Do not despise your nine to five because that mm-hmm. is what you need in order to truly use to invest into your to your dreams that you want. Mm-hmm. So, just with us what you I, do. So, I am a contractor. So, I'm a government contractor, and I work um, help desk. So, help desk. Yeah, I mean, as soon as you say help, that's everybody already know if it's broken, you call calling me, hey, I need a keyboard, The network down. Um, I need software, mm-hmm. come fix this, come fix that. So anything you need, you call me. I'm like the first person you call and I got to fix it or I got to find somebody to come and fix it. So, yeah, so that's just, like you say, so when it comes to that, so, like, i put myself in a position because, I mean, I don't know if you know, Crystal, but I know it's a it's a super high percentage of, in your lifetime, the percentage that you actually spend at work versus, you know, the, the time you spend at home. And it's like, if I'm going to spend that time at work, oh, I'm going to love it. Uh, I'm going to love it. We're going to love each other. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, I talk about that all the time, where it's life too short to be sacrificing mm-hmm. your birthright, which is your joy, your peace. Your happiness mm-hmm. within your life. I mean, we're at our nine to fives, what, uh, half the day sometimes <laughs> and yeah. if you're somewhere half the day, I'm talking about half, like twenty maybe ten plus hours or something. And if you're spending those ten plus hours unhappy or miserable mm-hmm. within your career, then that's a issue. Yeah, and I work twenty hours. So you already know. See, now see that's saying. <laughs> so you need it's imperative that you need to love it, but you all, if you are not in that position, definitely it's worth seeking help. It's worth seeking mm-hmm. um, professional help, really, to figure out, okay, what is it that I need to do in order to get back to the path of happiness within my career journey? Because I'm not trying to spend life miserable, you know? And then Not for a check. Not at all. <laughs> exactly, exactly. <laughs> so that leads me into um, my next question to you. So, is happiness within your 9 to 5 career journey important? And how do you, Shamir, maintain it within your 9 to 5 career journey? Oh, it's super important. So, that's where, you know, um... So the schedule that I got right now, I didn't necessarily have to fight for it, but I kind of had to fight for it because I wasn't happy with my original schedule because, I was one, I was working days, and I work all the way out in Virginia. And, and so, like you said, my DMV, you already know that traffic can get crazy. So, you know, by the time you get to work, you know, you left your house at, you know, 6 o'clock, which you didn't have to get to work until 8 o'clock, and it's gets so that's what. So that means you probably got up at five o'clock. Now you spend two hours commuting. Now you gotta work your eight-hour shift, and then it's gonna take another probably at least minimum an hour to get home. So I was just sitting at my desk one day, like, mm, something, something got changed. So. um By nature, I'm a night owl, and within IT, and for, you know, my ITers that do listen to this, you already know we have crazy schedules and we can work crazy hours. So a position opened up um, for night shift, and I asked my boss, Mm -hmm. like, you know, hey, can I take that position? But he was trying to hold me up because I was one of his best people on days, but that, it, like I told my dad, you know, that sounds like a personal and a personnel problem, not a Shamir problem. Like, don't hold me. up. Right. The, the people on your day on this on this shift, because I was a new girl, you know, your shift ain't pulling weight. Don't try to keep me here. So, and this is definitely this is one gym. Listen, if you got to go above your manager, your supervisor, whatever, to the person over him, do that because that's what mm-hmm. I had to do. I had to go to my program manager and ask her, like, hey girl, this position just opened up. Can I take it? So, um, and because she must saw it on my face, like either y'all gonna give me this job or I'm leaving. The next day I was in the job. So and that was I know it. that's right. <laughs> that is you know like that is so good. So one thing I love about your story of stepping up and really making, going for your happiness that you wanted for yourself mm-hmm. within your career is you say you have mm-hmm. to fight for your schedule that you currently mm-hmm. have. Meaning yes. in order mm-hmm. to do that, guess what you have to do? You have to use your voice, which mm-hmm. is one of the number one weapons in order to shift change within your career. You spoke up and mm-hmm. you were, you held your own. You was like, this yes. is what I want. You did it in a professional manner, obviously, but in a, in a way that people respected you so much that they gave you what you wanted. Whatever you did, <laughs> shifted the hearts, on, you moved the hearts on people so that you can get the position. So, yes, that, you guys, definitely, do not be afraid to use your voice. Don't be afraid to speak up because doing that, that's the number one weapon in order to shift anything in your career, period. Also, Nobody I know, I noticed. You said what? <laughs> oh no! I they're not gonna give you. They, they will not give you anything unless you speak up. They will. You will sit there miserable. <laughs> they will not
0: Absolutely.
1: give you anything. So And that is what we don't want. Um, <laughs> regardless, if you know it or not, people are not mind readers. You can't say. You know, okay. Oh, they shouldn't they should give it to me because of blah, blah, blah. No, they shouldn't. No. <laughs> Why would they give it to you if they never heard you say that you want that? That's it. So, again, speak up. Also, <laughs> you, you. I love how you talk about using one of your strengths. Now, this is not everybody's strength. This, the fact that you are a night owl, that's a strength. A lot of people cannot stay <laughs> up past 12 o'clock. And you're saying that you wanted the night position. So, you guys, Shamir had to tap into a special ingredient within herself, which is she she noticed that she was a night owl. So she was going to use that to her advantage and to um, elevate in her career and get the position that she needed. So in the, in the event that you need to tap into those strengths, tap into those areas of yourself to elevate in your career, definitely do that. Definitely do that and do it unapologetically. This is your career. You have to reclaim it and take ownership of it. So I definitely love your story on that. So let's move on and talk about, well, first off, before we talk about this thing, as you all know, I am heavy on activating your faith within your career journey. So, and based on recent discussions, Shamir, I know you are too, so let's just talk about it, or should I say let's have some peculiar career chit-chat about it, right? So how has your faith played a role in overcoming your career challenges and obstacles? Oh, girl, my whole entire career, I'm talking about from the moment I walked across that state until, I don't even know today's date, um, has been a big... August. Well, we're not going to say today's date, but (laughs) August 2020. (laughs) Girl, August, yeah, whatever today is, August 2020, and that's another thing working at night. They they literally run together, so don't ask me the date. I just know that today is Wednesday. That's all I know. That's all I know. Um, But... (laughs) So um, faith, definitely, uh, I'm a big believer in, you know, faith without works. I feel like people forget the works part. So, like, God, mm-hmm. he'll, when he's ready to open up that door for you, you got to show him that you're ready. So, like, he'll have it right there in his hand, but you got to show him that you're ready for it. So I know for me – um and you know, I, you know, I, I'm gonna I'm keep it a little real. So with me being a little black girl in IT, I'm already, you know, kind of at a disadvantage when it comes to certain things, jobs, promotions, and stuff like that. So right. Um, well, like, oh, I'm sorry to cut you off, but you are seen as a double minority. So you're a woman right. and you're black yep. in IT. In IT, so. yes, ma'am. So, mm-hmm. um, one thing, and I know, like you always remember like little gems either you're a professor or somebody told you in college and then as you go through your career journey but um one thing that one of my professors he had told us he was saying how you know when you go out for these interviews or he was like you no know, before they even meet you they're looking at your resume so i mean he gave a couple little tips and tricks about what to take off your resume and stuff like that but down to the nitty-gritty, he was saying, what makes your resume stand out from other people? So if my resume looks exactly like somebody else's, meaning, okay, we both, we got a bachelor's, you know, we both went to college, um, you know, but if this person has a higher GPA than I do, then, of course, you know, they're probably going to get the job. So it's like you need to do those little things that – um make your resume stand out, and he was saying, like, in school, he was like, well, one thing that you all can do while you're in college right now is publish a paper, so he was saying, you know, how a couple of the professors, they'll get, like, grant money, and um, you can go and work with them and get a paper published and get that on your resume, and that looks good, so I ended up talking to one of my professors, so once again, she's trying to kind of, she had the students over there who she wanted to work with, but none of them reached out to her. So I, persistent, went back to her like, hey, girl, like, uh about that grant. She was like, well, you know, nobody, you know, said they wanted to come work with me, so, you know, come on. So ended up working with her and ended up getting a paper published. So now I had that, you know, on my resume. And then um, within my career field, as, you know, we get deeper and deeper, you know, the finish line always seems to get further and further away. So now it wasn't just good enough just having a bachelor's. Then it wasn't just good enough having a master. So now, like, they introduced, you know, now, you know, they need – now people need certifications. So it's like mm-hmm. I think, hold on to this whole, well, you know, I got a master. Or, you know, my first job was, you know, I got a little bit of experience. But it's like if you want to stand out, because like you said, I'm a double minority so it was like girl, either you gonna you gonna get the job you want or you're gonna get or you gonna get a job. So it's like mm-hmm. I, up, I spend money so you know to get to where you wanna go. So I ended up, you know, spending my own money and getting at least like one certification to get my foot through the door 'cause oh my uh idea was like y'all gonna pay for the other ones. But I'm this first one though. No. But uh yeah. so <laughs> right. it was really just you no know, building my resume and like just showing God that, you know, I'm putting in the work. I I'm trying to get there. So it's like I'm not sitting on my laurels. I'm not just gonna sit up here and look at this uh job application and see, you know, the prefer you know, see the preferred or you know, the uh the qualifications and just skip over, you know, the certification part. it's like, girl, no, like you see every job is asking for a certification, you need to go ahead, and buckle down and get that certification. So mhm. No, that's good. That's good. Though I love how you um you took you took the initiative to really take authority of your career mm-hmm. journey. And you guys like you you can take authority of it despite what the facts of the situation may be. Do mm-hmm. the work. Do the work. Like Shamir was saying, you know, faith without works is dead. So, and a lot of people don't like to, they skip over the work part. They say, I got faith in this, I got yeah. faith, I'm going to get this job." But are you putting in the work? Are you studying? Are you networking? Are you, um, you know, grooming your skill set that you have or that you will use within your um, career of choice? Yeah. So that's, and that's very, another very important. Thing. And that's also another thing. So it does, um, so I know, like, a lot of people, I'm glad you said that, too. So with also, we know the faith without work. So if we're living in a day and age, too, where you just can't just apply. Like, y'all, y'all got to go out to the networking events. Y'all got to reach out to these people on LinkedIn. You got to reach out to your friends who, you know, you may not have talked to them in college, but if y'all LinkedIn friends and you see that they work at a company that you would love to work at, reach out to them. Like, people mm-hmm. may not know you personally, but they may, you know, seeing you around campus, and, you know, you may, you know, y'all may be friends on Facebook, And um, but that's, that's another topic. But uh, they, they kind of know the type of person you are, whether, you know, they would rather they might vouch for you or not. But other than that, like, it ain't just about applying anymore. You got to actually get your face out there because that resume is a piece of paper. That's not you. Like, so you need it's, to get in front of people. It's not. <laughs> it's not yes yes like the resume is a good to have you it's a must actually it's essential mm-hmm. to market your skill set to market it's basically marketing your brand on paper period yeah and is it whether whether or not it's speaking well not whether or not but the resume you should have should speak to the skill set mm-hmm. that, that you're going to be bringing. It should speak to the value that you're going to be bringing to the table and if it doesn't and or you're not hearing anything from anybody, if you're hearing crickets, then that's an issue. <laughs> that's the red flag that your resume must need to be revamped. It must need mm-hmm. to be looked at by a professional. Do not be afraid to seek help. I know I say this constantly all the time, but the fact that you're seeking help is not a weakness. It's actually, um, it takes strength and a different level of maturity. So mm-hmm. definitely do not be afraid to seek help. Yes, I mean, you can have all the faith in the world, y'all, but come on now. <laughs> God, God didn't say you stupid. I'm just being real. <laughs> he didn't say me stupid. And one thing that um, I would tell you all to, to constantly pray about is for God to, help you to encounter those that you need in order to get you to the level that you're trying to get to within your career journey. (laughs) Point blank, period. So, (laughs) Samir, okay, so can you tell us about a story or a recent event where, you know, you just had to really consult God first when it came to your career journey? Um, <laughs> girl, I got so many of uh, those. I know. So, um, for me and and I'm trying to it's certain things like I wish I was has like written down or written down so that I can because people like they're not gonna believe it. So, um, I was how can I put this? I had to consult God. So there's, like, two separate stories, but I'm, which one I'm going to use? Just use the one um, that, you know, they're, they're just, they're just it's like, these people not going to believe this, but listen, this is what happened, y'all. <laughs> All right, so, so I'll use this one then. Okay, so I ended up um, losing my first job. I was a, I was a temp-to-hire worker, and... management, you know, what is it called? Personalities don't really align, you know. My strength was too much for, you know, him. I'll just just leave it at that. Um, So I ended up getting another job, nothing IT related. Um, I was working at a call center making maybe, you know, $13 an hour, and, and this is why I say, you know, faith without work. So I knew that, you know, I was happy, you know, to be working again. So, like I said, I'm looking at jobs. I'm saying that, you know, you need to have certifications. So I started studying for my first certification. So I ended up bringing the book to my job. And like um, anybody who's working the call center, you know, you get, you know, you have your hot days. Sometimes you know you have your cold days. So. In between calls, I'm studying, taking notes. You know, I'm usually, you know, i will chit chatting with my coworkers, and I'm like, "Girl, you gotta be serious about this." So, sitting there taking notes, and there was this one mm-hmm. girl who was there. Who, um, her and I never talked. I don't think she talked to anybody. That sister was there to do her eight hours and go home. So, um, she <laughs> actually saw me studying one day at my da- at my cubicle, and she said, "Oh, well, you know, um, have you heard of this program?" I was like, no, nah, I've never heard of it. And because she knew how much you made, she was like, well, you know, it's a program where they'll pay for your certification. So they'll pay for, like, the three certifications that that I was actually going after. And I was like, oh, okay, well, you know, I've never heard of that. So, like I said, her and I never had a conversation. Only because she saw me in that book it's why she said something to me. So mm-hmm. she was like, yeah, it's just, she gave me the information for the guy to reach out to him. And, like I said, like, God, he'd be looking out. So the place that I needed to go to talk to the guy was directly across the street from my current job. I mean, like, direct, out of all the places in the PG that building could have been, it was directly across the street from my job. So emailed the guy. Um, next day had a conversation with him. He sent me the paperwork. I ended up getting approved for uh, the program. So they had me enrolled as a student at a university so this is kind of like a, a, a little trick for those who want to – you want to step out of the face and do something like this. So technically, I never went to the university. I was a, a an online student, but I was still a student. So in that, I could apply for internships with other jobs. So it was like during the summertime, so that's what I did. So I applied for other jobs as an internship, so – I had an interview with a particular company, and I bombed that interview. I mean, did terrible. I already knew I didn't get the job. Oh, my but I'm goodness. Just like, oh, but. <laughs> um, I, I'm just like, whatever. This program was for, I forgot how many months. I'm just like, no, I'm going to find an internship. I'm going to find an internship. But the company ended up coming back around and saying, you know, they wanted to hire me for internship. So, I took the internship, so I stepped out on faith and left a nine-to-five secure job to go and be an internship for a couple of months. But my goal was by the time I finished that internship, they was going to bring me on as a full-time hire. So yes. um, quit my job, went to go work at the uh, the internship, and it was so crazy because the guy, I don't know why he kept – so my boss, he kept repeating like, once a week, like, well, you know, I just want you all to just to know that this isn't a guarantee that, you know, you'll be hired at the end of the program. I'm like, bro, like, why do you keep saying that? Like, is this directed towards me? Mm-hmm. Like, I, I, right. I, I don't understand. <laughs> so <laughs> he, kept, he kept saying that. I'm just like, okay. I was like, that's what, that's what you think. So while I was there, I met every supervisor, manager, director that I could meet while I was there. So I... So there was one wing of the building that was, like, on a hallway with all the managers and supervisors. That So I strategically would always get my lunch and put it in the refrigerator and sit right there every day for lunch and just watch them as they came out. And I met everybody and knew everybody. And um, they would ask me, you know, what team I was working on, how did I like it. Um, there was one manager who, like, me and him really connected And I told him, you know, what my background was. He was like, oh, well, you know, I feel like you would be a great asset to this person's team. So he walked me downstairs, and I met that guy and, you know, gave him my resume, you know, gave him my backstory. So he was like, okay. He was like, you know, we we may have some openings opening up, and I'll definitely keep you in mind. I want to keep me at am Like bro, I'm about to be down here once a week. Like, what do you mean? So <laughs> I, 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 I would go bother him like once a week. So I went to I had a relationship with him, and then I built a relationship with the other with the other manager. And um, I believe they ended up getting a contract. So my recruiter was saying how, you know, if you do good, um, we'll extend you a full time. Um, offer at the end of the internship, and I ended up getting extended a full-time offer. So, okay, yes. so not only that, so it wasn't only that. So this is why I Black people, you got to read. So when my um internship was over, technically, quote-unquote, over, I had read something where they could extend it a little longer because something where it was like I had to wait until a certain point before they could actually um, extend the offer. So I, I told the lady, like, hey, you know, I read something within the guidelines where, you know, you all could keep me on as an internship until I switched over. So she was, okay, you know, we'll do that. So I ended up staying on as an intern until they switched me over as a full-time employee. So, yeah, stepped out on faith and left a full-time job with the goals of being an internship and goals of being a full-time employee. So, yeah, you you got you gotta have claims. Like all that hope and faith without work, She got the work for it, So, yes, yeah. I love it. <laughs> I mean, won't he do it? Yes, he will. Won't he do <laughs> you it? You know, won't he do it? <laughs> oh, that is so wonderful. I'm so happy that you shared that with my audience because I just need to let them know. Like, listen, I am not the only one experiencing. Um, God or encountering God within my career journey or that had uh, encountered God within my nine to five career journey it's real. It's others out there as well. You just have to recognize it and you just have to, you know, lean in and be like, listen, mm-hmm. I know this is what I want to do. Lord, just, you know, do what you do yeah. best and that's blessed. And let, let's make it happen. Right. So I'm just so happy for you, Shamir, and what your um, where your career journey is taking you in this season of your life. Um, one thing that you we touched on in the beginning is talking about how, um, you know, you obviously have to activate your faith if you truly want to elevate mm-hmm. in ways within your career journey. But why do you think, you know, going to God about career-related issues can be like the last resort for some people? Um, I feel like I, I, don't, I don't want to say young-mindedness, but I feel like a lot of us feel like, oh, you know, especially when you're up here in the DMV, you feel, you feel like, oh, you know, I get a job in no time, you know. I got, you know, the, the bastards. Oh, you know, I got the masters. You know, I, I don't got to go out here and go to these networking events. I can just go ahead and just apply, you know. I'm going to get that interview next week. And it's like, no, it don't work like that. So it's like. Either you know you want humble yourself, or he gonna humble you. Like you gonna somebody about to get yes. humble some way, <laughs> some, Somebody about to get humble, right? Oh my goodness, yes, yes. God will truly humble you, truly humble you. Have you out here looking crazy because? Oh, you, you forgot who really making moves. It ain't you making moves. Come on, now. It's me making the moves, okay? Come on. Come okay. You're going to get straight. And then you, but at the end of the day, you'll you'll have a testimony to tell
0: because mm-hmm. that's what it's
1: all about. It's about listening as you climb. But in the midst of your climb, you got to be humble. Because <laughs> yep. he will, will bring you humbled. back. Girl, that's another story. Girl, say something. I, I, I got I could write a book. I could write a book, a book. But definitely was humbled at one point in my life. And I'm talking about rock bottom. But, um, yeah. So I, I think when like, you're out here living your best life and, like, you, you forget, you know, that either, you know, you're out here calling out work, calling out from work or, you know, spending money frivolously thinking, you know, that next check is guaranteed and you're not out here handling business. And then, you know, when you hit that rock bottom, you like, God. You're like, oh no! I was down alone. I was trying to talk to you, <laughs> but you know you weren't listening. Oh, so, yeah. It's like now yeah, that I got so, your attention, <laughs> right? Now that I got your attention, are you gonna listen? <laughs> so, but the bottom line up front, y'all, don't let God be your last resort. Period. Girl. You always be your first resort with any career challenges,
0: whether mm-hmm.
1: it's going good, whether it's going bad. Because at the end of the day, like I mean, we all or we should all have some sort of career goals in mind, mm-hmm. and we can't do it alone. We can't. And one thing we can't rely on man to get us from point A to point B.
0: That that
1: now that's what you shouldn't do. So definitely, not <laughs> gonna be your first big work. <laughs> So all right, Shabia, what advice before we before we end this, what advice do you want to give people who need career inspiration in this season? Especially with COVID going on and things like that. Where are some words or on wisdom you want to drop for the people today? Um, I would say definitely, you know, uh keep like keep the faith, you know, go to any and every one of these hiring events that you've been uh that you see either a hiring event, an alumni event. Um, like I say, if you got to stalk people on LinkedIn to see you know where they are, if they work at a company that you want to work at, um, you know you got people like Crystal who she's telling you like I can help you with whatever you know I, I can mm-hmm. help you get to the next level in your career journey, but mainly put your pride to the side. If you are trying to get somewhere, that pride and that ego and all of that it got to be put to it got to be put locked away, thrown away, wherever it got it gotta go. It has to go. So if you have somebody, um if you have a crystal in your life, reach out to them. So just just don't give up. The one thing I do not encourage is giving up because the blessing is right there. You just have to keep fighting for it because when you keep fighting for it, you'll appreciate it and you will never go back to where you were because you already knew how hard you fought to get to where you are today. So, absolutely. Keep that was so real. Well so y'all heard it. Shamir said, Keep fighting, never give up, keep the faith. She said so much. Yes, look. <laughs> So yes, thank you, so you girl, much. Like you say, thank you girl. so much. <laughs> thank you so much for joining us in the peculiar palace. How can the people reach you if they ever want to connect with you on Instagram, Facebook, or any social media outlet? So either you know what I'll just use. So I'll say if you want to reach me because the policy is five of us. So um, if you want to reach me personally and have you know conversation, you know, great black dollar. So that's you no know, great black and dollar. I don't spell anything differently. It's just great black and dollar. So on Instagram and you know IG and um, info at great black dollar. Like, yeah info at greatblackdollar.com, um, you know, if you want to get my information, you know, from Crystal, and, you know, if you want to connect through that channel, that's fine as well, so, like I say, I'm here, you want to get your money right, I'm your girl, so. <laughs> yes, y'all, so all <laughs> of her information will be in the show notes, definitely click on it, follow Shamir, and add all the great things that she has going on, but you guys, just say thank you Shamir for giving us some words of wisdom and I thank you too Shamir really appreciate
0: you being a guest within the Peculiar Palace thank you for joining me in the Peculiar Palace for another episode of the Peculiar Career Chit Chat Podcast I pray this episode empowered and inspired you to go forth and conquer your career journey So I'll catch you here next time.